0: Hey guys, welcome back to Because I'm Blessed, a podcast hosted by me, Maria Clark. Well, today's here. It's April twenty second, four twenty two. I see those numbers on the clock. I see those numbers at the grocery store. I catch them every single time. Four twenty two, a day that changed my life forever. Prior to 422 I was basically a young lady just raised in church raised a Christian had tried to run away from God in my younger teenage years but kind of never really got all the way away. I would have definitely called myself a Christian and told people that I was saved and I'd had multiple spiritual interactions with the Holy Spirit and I knew he was real and I knew he was there for me. But on four twenty two 22 2002 was the day that my baby passed away. And that's the day that I became a believer, a believer by choice. I had to choose to believe that God was real I had to choose to believe that God was good if you've heard this story before I often share this visual Um, we got the call and we had to drive a little bit to get to the hospital and I remember looking out the window And looking up to the heavens and being like, are you kidding me, God? Are you seriously putting this in my story? At that time, we didn't know if she was dead or alive, but nobody wanted to give me any answers. But I think in my heart, I knew she was gone. And I remember just being kind of like dumbfounded. And I remember the vision of the movie in my head where I would hear people talk about losing a child and I would say I mean at this point she was my fourth child I had three other children and I knew that when I would see a mom talk about losing her kids in any specific way I would say if I ever lost a child I would die I couldn't survive it I don't think I could survive and here I was in that moment looking up at the heavens, asking God if this was really about to happen to me. And I don't know how you dialogue with God, but I remember feeling like he was looking at me and being like, okay, what are we going to do? The ball's in your court. You said you wouldn't be able to survive this if this happened. So what do you want to do? Do you want me to come with you through this journey? Or do you want me to stand back? and i remember as i was feeling my flesh bitterness being mad at him started to rise up my breath i started panting my heart started racing and i i remember it got to the point where i couldn't breathe and the thought of walking through that without him was started to suffocate me and i just remember finding whatever breath i had left and uttering and whispering the words I need you and in that moment an overwhelming peace washed over me a peace that has carried me every day and I remember turning and looking at Eddie who was trying to drive the car with tears running down his face and saying like I will serve God every day the rest of my life to make sure that I see her again this will not make me turn my back on my faith And in that moment of declaration of those words, changed my life forever. And I remember walking through the next few days of trying to pick out a casket for an infant and figuring out how to stay present for my other three children who were so young. Nico was old enough to understand what was going on. No, and Naya really weren't old enough to know. It changed me. It changed me as a mom. It changed me as a parent. How I parented them the rest of their lives, everything was different. Every milestone that they've had the last 18 years, a reminder of what I won't have with Nivea, a guilt. That comes with thinking about her and loss on their birthdays. It's not fair to them. Trying to tell myself that that's normal, that I'm not a bad mom. It's been a journey. When I started this podcast, I labeled it as a personal journal. And I knew today would come. And that I would have a place to kind of talk about how I think and how I feel with this journey of grief. But it's also a place where God told me to remind people that I'm blessed. And it was after her passing that I picked up the tag forever blessed because I have four kids. And regardless of what I've been through, I am blessed forever and ever. And on days like today where I allow myself to remember the pain. I can't help but be grateful. And the tears when I cry on this day, they're mixed with the pain and agony, yes, but they're so mixed with gratitude. Credit to that, I was raised to believe in a God that's real and that truly never has left me through this entire journey. But it was a decision that I had to make in the biggest moment of my life. So I don't know who's listening today, and I don't know what moments have already come through your hands where you've had to make a choice. I don't know what moments are coming for you where you have to make a choice. But I can tell you that for every mother who's lost a child, we have every right to give up. We really do. It is an immeasurable pain, an immeasurable loss. Whether it be a miscarriage, stillborn, I never experienced a miscarriage. I never experienced a stillborn birth. Nivea was almost three months old. But the loss of a child, no matter how old they are. I know there's other things that happen in the world, but... I just don't know if there's anything quite like losing a a child. And I have every right to just... Nobody would have been mad at me if I locked myself away. Everybody would have understood. But I had to resolve. I had to make a choice. That I would not let the enemy take what was given to me by God and use it to manipulate me. It being her death. He definitely had no rights to my child. People often ask, why would God take her baby? If he was a good God, why would he take her baby? And if you know me, I will never say that he took her with a negative view. I always say that he welcomed her home. We have absolutely no idea when any of us will leave the earth. We are not guaranteed a lifetime with anyone. That's what I learned. So what do I do? I I look at people and I think to myself, oh my gosh, what if they pass tomorrow? Do they know that I love them? I try to make sure that I love extravagantly. I try and make sure that I teach people to love extravagantly. But more than that, I just try to remain grateful. Because her passing was so um, untimely, I didn't know it was coming. I've often asked myself, like, would it have been easier if she was sick or had cancer? Because then I would have known that it was coming. I would have been able to enjoy and prepare myself. But death caught me off guard on April 22nd. I had no idea it was coming. And I made myself a vow that I would never be caught off guard by death again. I have to be careful because it drives me crazy sometimes because I'm always waiting to see if somebody's going to pass away unexpectedly because I want to be prepared. I want to make sure that my heart is ready for grief. And the only way that I can do that really is to make sure I have no regrets. To make sure that I tell people that I love them. To make sure that I treat people with respect. To be patient with strangers. I try. But the one thing that I know. And that I will forever be grateful for Nevaeh's life. In her short, short time that she was here. Was that. it caused me to jump from a type of Christian to a different type of Christian. The Christian I had been all my life where I knew, I knew God was good. I knew God was love. I knew what I needed. I knew what sin was. I knew that I needed to to obey and I needed to read my Bible. and I needed to go to church. I knew, I knew, I knew all that. But on that day and since that day, I know that I know that I know that God is good and that He is faithful and that when life happens, He refuses to abandon us. But I know that I know that we have to allow Him to carry us. We have to choose to make him part of the process. When I tell people grief is a journey, I say that with complete I know what it's like mentality. It's aren't just words. It's a journey. It has ups and downs. It has moments Where the pain is completely fresh, as if it just happened, as if that phone call just came. And there's moments of strength where it feels like, yeah, I've, you know, time has helped. And then within the next second, it's like, no, that's not true. It's just as fresh. But what it does is it keeps me. In a place of gratitude and humility. Because the love. That supported me that day. The supernatural strength. And I say it was nothing. It was supernatural. It was nothing that anybody physically could do for me. There was nothing. That anybody physically. In the flesh. In this world. Could do for me. To help me that day. It was all supernatural. But let me tell you about the people. The people that showed up for me at that funeral. I remember looking out as they would get out of their car and I would be like, oh my gosh, look who came. People traveled from places people hadn't seen in years. Came to support me at that funeral. And I can close my eyes right now. And I can see every single one of your faces if you're listening and you were there. I remember as the years passed, people would tell me their stories of today when they got the phone call. Maria's baby died. People would share their stories with me and my heart would ache not for me but for them. I can't imagine what it was like to get that phone call telling them that my baby had passed away. We didn't have Facebook back then. (laughs) There was no post. There was no pictures. But there was so much love and so much faithfulness from my circle. My circle has grown through the years. People that weren't there, weren't there that day, but i have heard this story. God has blessed me with some amazing people that have come into my life and check on me and think of me. So anyways, today is Nevaeh's angel day. That's what I call it, the day she became an angel. And, I don't know, I just ask that as you think of me today and you pray for us, as we remember her, I pray that you find in your own circumstances a way to be blessed, and a way to bless others, because she's the reason that I'm even doing this, she's the reason that I'm even here. Her life and her death changed me forever. And I can honestly say that had I not walked through that, and if I wasn't walking through that still, I don't know. I don't know if I would be so passionate about reminding people of who they are and what they possess because of Christ. I don't know. I don't know who I would be. But I know God would still be God. And we would all still need him. So be blessed. Be a blessing. And I'll see you guys at my next episode. Thanks so much.